Alright, welcome, welcome, welcome back to Rant Podcast. Random ass new thoughts podcast. Um, Kickback TV Live from Atlanta is returning on September 16th. But until we get back, I figured I'd hit y'all with a rant. I am new the mayor. Uh, the righteous ratchet. <laughs> if you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Every Sunday at 7, Kickback TV, we right back at it. Shaolin Fantastic. And um, I'm by myself today, um, as I normally do on Rant Podcasts, Random Ass New Thoughts. They are my thoughts. They are random. But I wanted to talk to you guys about a couple things. Um, I wanted to talk about Colin Kaepernick and the NFL. I wanted to talk about Eminem. As you heard, hopefully the audio worked. This is the first uh, rant podcast where I've tried to play music. So hopefully that worked well. Uh, you'll let me know if it didn't, I'm sure. And uh, I, I'm sure I'll know because I'll listen to this right after I'm done recording it and figure this shit out. But I think the music played, which should have been Eminem's song Fall, where he dissed Joe Button. And I also want to talk about my stance on the NFL and my boycott. Um, I began boycotting the NFL last preseason. So I've been boycotting the NFL uh, for about, a year, I guess, a year now, preseason to preseason. And I wanted to talk about my thoughts and my expectations and how I felt about everything. Well, you guys ready? All right, I know you are. Let's start with Eminem versus everybody because the other two subjects kind of tie into each other. So Eminem versus everybody. Eminem versus Joe Budden, who's responded. Eminem versus Machine Gun Kelly, who's responded. Uh, first, let me take you back and kind of explain to you what happened here and why there is a such thing as Eminem versus everybody. Last year, Eminem put out a CD. Well, before he put out his new album, Renewal Was Coming, he did some promo. One of his promo moves was to do the BET Hip Hop Cypher, and his Cypher verse uh, featured several disparaging comments about the current president, Donald Trump, his administration, the war, uh, the, the battle, uh, I guess, as far as it uh, speaks to the flag and, the, and uh, kneeling during the, the national anthem, Colin Kaepernick, Eminem showed support for Colin Kaepernick, showed disgust and disdain for President Trump, and he did it uh, with the backing of several African-American rappers, black rappers in the background basically, and him being the only, you know, white guy. Some people thought it was a publicity stuff for his new album. Some people thought it was great that he did it. Some people thought it was appropriate. Some people thought it was inappropriate. Now, I remember Eminem doing songs dissing George Bush uh, the week of, of the campaign, trying to dissuade voters at the last second to not vote for Bush. So that wasn't a new thing for me with Eminem. He's been... Maybe not Democratic, but anti-Republican, anti-establishment since he's come out. So I don't have a problem with him speaking out against Trump. Some people thought he was doing that to uh, get uh, record sales. 
I can't fathom Eminem would need to do that to get record to generate record sales. He's the greatest selling hip hop artist of all time. Well, him and Tupac go back and forth between one and two, but I believe at the current moment he's one because of the album last year and the album this year. But he's either one or two. I don't believe he needs to do any of that to sell records. I think he does it because he feels it. Now Eminem doesn't interview throughout the year, so we never really know what he's thinking until his album drops. He's kind of quiet. So I think that uh, with his album dropping, it was time to tell everybody what I think again. And I think that he does that to protect Haley and his niece that he raises. Um, but, you know, that's what I think. And, you know, we're not going to put a lot of credence into what I think on this particular angle of the commentary. Because I don't know. And I don't want to know. I don't want to profess to know. What I do know is he hasn't seen anything um, Hadn't said anything for a minute. Uh, excuse me as I light my clove. Uh, I'm going to stop smoking too. Not today though. But I- I'm going to stop. So, on M's latest album, a- after receiving the backlash from the Donald Trump freestyle on the BT Cypher, and the backlash of his last album really being whack and a reach and stretching and trying too hard, M, you know... I- by his own admission, he took it pretty hard, the criticism, because it was nationally, it was globally panned as a whack-ass album. And um, he took it personally. And on this new album, Kamikaze, which came out as a surprise last Friday, um, he's uh, gone off about it. I mean, he's pissed that people didn't believe in him. He's pissed that people thought his last album was trash. And he's pissed at every critic that he has had, including... Machine Gun Kelly and Joe Button. He accused Machine Gun Kelly of subtweeting him, sub-posting him, sub-rhyming him on a song that Machine Gun Kelly did with uh, Tech Nine, Tech Anina. I listened to the song with Tech Nine and Machine Gun Kelly. I didn't pick up a clear Eminem reference, but Eminem felt the way about that song, so I'll give it to him. It was a reference. I don't know, but I'll say, okay, cool. He also apparently had an attitude or issue with Machine Gun Kelly sending out a tweet making fun of Eminem. So he decided to diss Machine Gun Kelly. And uh, Machine Gun Kelly came back about two days later with a full music video, song and full music video responding to Eminem. Now, let me say this. Eminem is doing some of his best rapping on Kamikaze. He went in. He went hard. It's the old Slim Shady. He went in. And it was gangster. And I loved it. I love when people tell people how they feel. Especially when people are counting you out. Now, people were counting him out, which made him an underdog in that scenario. But with him going at somebody who has the hundredth of his career, you know, as far as comparing Eminem's career to uh, Machine Gun Kelly, Eminem can't be the underdog anymore because you picked on the ultimate underdog. And I typically go with underdogs. I got to go with who's right or the underdog. It typically is both. That's how America's set up, just ironically. So M decided to throw some shots at Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly responded, and it was it was great. He talked about Eminem in his whack-ass sweatsuits. He talked about how he's rich and still crying like a bitch. 
they talked about how he's on a song. He said, I'm, I'm going to go get Trick Trick. And you're like, you sound like a bitch, bitch. <laughs> like, why you got to go get somebody? He talked about um, his sexual prowess and how he's fucked many rappers' girlfriends and don't make Kim be next. Uh, Eminem's baby mama Kim, mother of Haley. He talked about admitting that Eminem was the GOAT. In his eyes, Eminem is the GOAT. But you're not going to come at me disrespectful or I'll fry you. And I respect Machine Gun Kelly for that. He didn't say I'm a better rapper than Eminem. He didn't say I'm the best rapper ever. He said Eminem is the GOAT. But you came at me. So I'm going to light your punk ass up. And I got to respect it. You know what I'm saying? Got to respect it. So, yeah. Um, the battle between them two right now, I give a slight edge to Machine Gun Kelly. Because he did a whole song and, and kind of really went in. But um, I don't think, it's not that I think the M can't respond. But I honestly wonder what M is going to say. Because so I don't think M has a lot of ammunition. Because his biggest complaint with Machine Gun Kelly is he sent an angry tweet about him. Don't be sending tweets about me, I'm sensitive. Like, what can he really say? Except that you don't have a tenth of my fan base and you ain't shit and fuck you. Which would be dry and whack. Um, but, you know, whatever. That's the least of Eminem's fears. That's the least of his worries because he's pissed off my homie, Joseph. Joe Button. Now, Joe Button has retired and he's picked up, you know, he's doing his podcast like I do. But he's been picked up by Spotify and he got that bag. And he got corporate America backing him. Which makes it a little bit differently. Different. Because when Eminem attacked people, he had the Jimmy Iovine machine behind him, Interscope Records, Apple Music, all behind him, no matter who he attacked. Now, M was already a crazy, dexterous, vicious, malicious, lyrical monster. But he had the backing of corporate America, too. So, it was a little different. Now, the number one streaming service in the world is backing Joe Button, and as much as Apple, you know, much progress as they have made in the streaming industry, Spotify is number one. M is with Apple, Joe was with Spotify. Spotify runs this game, so corporate sponsorship wouldn't just necessarily be to Eminem's advantage in this battle with Joe Button. But he still has uh, corporate sponsorship. It's not like Joe Button is battling MC so-and-so from Sandy Springs, Georgia. You know what I mean? Um, So it should be interesting, especially if Joe Button responds. He's responded on his podcast saying, M, I have been a better lyricist than you over the last decade. Like, you were great. You were one of the best. You were everything 15 years ago. Last 10 years, you haven't really talked about shit. And honestly, quite frankly, I stopped listening to Eminem after the Eminem show because I felt like he ain't talk about shit. So Joe kind of has a point. And, um, and he told him, he tried to hit me with the multisyllabic rhymes and ribbity rhyme, 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 rapper to rapper to shit. I'm just going to hit you with some cold hard facts. My facts going to sting a whole lot more 
the your lyrical Merkel, Perkle, Burkle, Burkle shit. Maybe some truth to that. What do, what do you guys think? Is there some truth to that? Can Joe state some facts and kind of put Eminem in his place? Eminem said the only time Joe Budden had a hit was when he was smacking bitches. Now, we all know M pulling guns on on women and shit like that. So, M is kind of, that's like the cat, the pot calling the kettle white. A little interesting. Um, the way he chose to attack Joe. But that kind of meant that he really didn't have nothing else. Because if your only attack on Joe Budden is you used to beat bitches or I heard you beat some girls up. That's kind of like regular rumor, everyday thing. I might have left Joe alone with that one. My bad. I'm drinking my 420 extra pale ale, sweet water. As I'm talking to you, I'm about to make sure I was nice and fucked up when I talk to you. Because I know you probably nice and fucked up talking to me, listening to me. Unless you're at work. Yeah, you know, it, it bees like that. But I'm on vacation. I'm not. So, yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> so, we'll, we'll wait and see if uh, when Joe Button's full podcast drops, if he's going to respond lyrically. If it was just a podcast response. And then we'll see if Eminem responds to Joe Budden or Machine Gun Kelly. Eminem jumped out the window and it sounds good. But people are laying down. It's not like Mike Tyson's first year boxing. Where everybody just dropped and laid down and was scared. It's more like Buster Douglas. Em got a chance to catch some L's. Because niggas are coming for his neck. Like you're not going to just pop off. The M had talked about doing that before when Lil Wayne was having his heyday and Drake, and he said he was tempted to, you know, go at Lil Wayne and Drake, but he, he resisted because he felt like he, he was washed up and he didn't want to get his ass whipped. But this album, he went at Drake. No, he did excuse Wayne, Kendrick, J. Cole, and Jonah Lucas. But he said everybody else can get it. I thought that was interesting as well. Because uh, I think K-Dot is a disciple of Eminem. Like the flow and all that crazy shit. Uh, K-Dot is like the black Eminem. But we're more of a conscious. Because K-Dot wants to be righteous. So he's like the righteous black version of Eminem. I guess. Okay. If you guys are ready, we'll switch. We'll switch it up a little bit. Colin Kaepernick has now had a job in the NFL in two seasons. And doesn't look like he's ever going to get welcomed back into the NFL. However, he had signed a deal with Nike. Nike didn't promote him, didn't use him for whatever reason, but he does have a contract with Nike. Uh, when that contract was up for renewal... Jay-Z at Puma, Kanye and others at Adidas, all wanted Kaepernick. Nike saw the interest and decided, no, we're going to go in that direction. And they made Colin Kaepernick the face of that 30-year anniversary of the slogan, just do it. And the, uh, the, what went viral yesterday was Colin Kaepernick's picture with the caption, uh, you know, you know, be willing. Uh, let me find it. 
I want to make sure I say it properly. I don't want to say it wrong or incorrectly. But basically, you know, do what you got to do, even if it means sacrificing everything. Uh, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. Nike swoosh, just do it. Now, I've lived by that philosophy a long time. Like, I have, long before I knew a just do it logo or slogan, is I'm going to go. People that know me as a rapper, I went. I chased my dreams to the fullest. You guys that are getting to know me as a podcaster, I'm going. I'm chasing this dream to the fullest. You know, if it comes down to a girl I like, I will go at her to the fullest. I have no cacas, no shame. I want what I want. I will just do it. And um, so I love the slogan, needless to say. But I really love that Nike brought Colin Kaepernick into it. Um, Nike's always been controversial. They've never shied away from the unpopular vote, if you will. And they're taking on racist America and Donald Trump, which is gangster. Uh, Trump released a statement today. It was a little softer than his normal statements. He just said he didn't, you know, didn't like it. Well, everybody has the right to express how they feel. That's a far, far cry from shut up and dribble and them being SOBs. They need to leave the country. Trump is even softening his tune. That's what happens when big, big money, corporate America, Nike gets involved. Motherfuckers start shutting the fuck up. So if Nike had noble intentions or evil intentions, just the fact that they said, hey, and put their arm around Cap kind of means something to me because people are scared. Trump ain't talking that shit. People are burning their Nike shoes they already bought. Not impressed. Not impressed. It's like when motherfuckers are telling me, why are you boycotting the NFL? It's not going to hurt them. I didn't boycott the NFL to hurt them. I boycotted the NFL because I was unhappy with the product. Unhappy with how they acted. And if I'm unhappy, I'm not going to watch or support something I'm not happy with. That's like watching something you don't want to watch. For why, motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? So I didn't do it to hurt the NFL. I didn't think my one person not watching was going to hurt them. You ignorant motherfuckers. That's not what I thought. I thought, I don't want to watch this shit. So, I'm not going to watch this shit. Made sense to me, dumbass. Yeah, talking to you. Because I'm not going to sugarcoat shit with y'all no more. You either going to figure it out, catch up, or you're going to be dumbass. I'm not playing with y'all. Go, go to another podcast for that bullshit. I'm going to tell you straight up, you dumb as shit. And that's what I'm going to do. Like, what you going to do about it? Nothing, so I bet. So, moving on, those who disagree with me were dumb, and I was right, y'all was wrong. Um, but moving on, um, it's interesting to me that Nike did this move and they didn't feel the retribution, or they felt like the support for Cap would be greater than the, op- the opposition, and they made the move, they did it. Talked about Serena in the end, LeBron James, uh, the, the NFL play with one hand. I mean, it's an empowering commercial. Makes you want to just get up off your ass and do something amazing. Um, 
I wonder what that means for Connor's collusion case. Nike makes the NFL's jerseys. So every Sunday or Thursday or Monday when the NFL takes the field, tomorrow night, Thursday, when they take the field, they'll be wearing Nike jerseys. And Nike just said we support Cap, which is a huge middle finger to the league. But the league is signed with Nike for the next eight years. So the league can't really do anything about that. It's an interesting paradigm. I mean, like this is this shit gets deep. And I don't know what to think. But this is yeah. This is it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I am a supporter cap. I'm not a big Nike fan. Uh, Nike does own Converse, who I do wear a lot of chucks. But I don't wear a lot of shoes with swooshes on them. I'm just not a fan. I have some Jordan flip-flops on right now as we speak. I'm in my, my polo pajamas, my Jordan flip-flops, and a plain white T-shirt. I think I got from h and somewhere. Um, but I don't own any Nike shoes. I think the last pair of Nike shoes I owned was like Nike boots because I'm from D.C. Don't own them no more. I could have used them hiking this weekend, but I don't own them anymore, so I couldn't use them. Um, but I'll probably buy the Kaepernick shoe. Um, but more importantly, I'll probably invest in Nike because the stock has dropped considerably after this move. And it's going to rise again. And I wouldn't mind making a couple of dollars. I, I fuck with Bitcoin for a minute. I'll fuck with Nike too. I actually invested in Nike in the seventh grade at back at junior high school in Washington, D.C., and won by investing in them. My team won. It was my idea. And we got to go to the New York Stock Exchange as part of our winnings. So I've always been a proponent of investing in Nike. This ain't nothing new. Um, but I have more reason to do it now, I'll say. And um, we'll see how this plays out. We'll see if this makes it an easier path for Colin to get back to the NFL. But we'll see if this is an easier path towards martyrdom. Um, I do definitely think that history is going to be good to Colin, especially with Nike coming to his aid at this juncture. If he continues to do the right thing, I think Colin will be fine. He's financially stable with the deal with Nike. Don't have to worry about him starving. Now we just need to see if he'll continue to do the works. And that's pretty much where we are. Having said all of that, my thoughts on the NFL this season. I boycotted last season because I couldn't bring myself to watch. I had no reason to. I didn't want to. I was upset with the NFL. Fuck you. Now watch it. Watch college football. Watch basketball. Try to watch anything possible. Insecure. Power. Everything. Anything to keep from watching the NFL. I am a Dallas Cowboy fan who was born and raised in Washington, D.C., home of the Redskins. I am a Dallas Cowboy fan because my mother loved the Dallas Cowboys. I had no choice. I'm Mr. D.C., I'm the mayor, I'm all of these things, but I do not support D.C.'s football team. 
for a few reasons. One, I never had the option to. My mother raised me a Cowboy fan. I didn't know that I should like another team or that my city had a team. I just knew that I was a Cowboy fan. Two, the Redskins were the last team to allow a black person to play for them. The entire league was desegregated. Redskins said, no niggers on our team. Fuck the rest of y'all. That's two. Um, it feels a little funny being a Cowboy fan now with Jerry Jones, the current owner, saying they better total line and they better not take a knee. It had me feeling a whole lot like, who the fuck is you talking to? This ain't no plantation, bitch. Um, but I was a Cowboy fan before Jerry Jones owned the team. I'll be a Cowboy fan after he loses the team, sells the team, uh, passes down the team. I'm not going to let his ignorance ruin that for me, a memory that I have of my mother and a joyous time. It feels good to root for the Cowboys because it's something me and my mother did. Watching the NFL. My biggest gripe with the NFL was the unjust treatment of Colin Kaepernick and, and the fear of him being despondent. Also, in addition to that, was my frustration with their policies and the way they were trying to change things and the way they were caving into Trump. They stood up to Trump. They negated any policy that would have hindered a player from kneeling. They have come out as recent as today in support of players who take active protests. And it's a sport that I love. I'll be watching this year. I'll be watching in support of the players who do protest. I'll be watching in support of the of me wanting to see football. I'll be watching uh, with a fond memory of doing the same thing with my mother um, years ago before she passed away. That's my choice. Doesn't have to be your choice. Doesn't need to be your choice. It is my choice. I'm comfortable in my choice. Confident in my choice. And I will live up my choice until I decide something different. Because uh, being an American, being in this country, being in support of Colin Kaepernick means I'm in support of anyone who wants to do anything as long as they are hurting anybody. I want to watch football. I want to play fantasy football. I want to play Madden. I will do so. I will not hurt anybody in the process. If something happens with the NFL and I'm offended to the point where I no longer want to support them, I will reserve my right to say fuck them and move on to college football and get ready for basketball. I am not married to this decision. I am just going to watch when and if I decide to. But I And I may not watch at all, but I didn't feel comfortable calling it, continuing to call it a boycott. When I know that if I just so happen to decide, I'll watch. You have to make the best decision for you. I have made the best decision for me. Eminem, you got an answer machine gun, Kelly. Eminem and Joe, if y'all gonna step into the ring, get your asses into the motherfucking ring now.
If you're in support of Colin Kaepernick, support Nike. Let's all watch what the NFL does going forward and make decisions on that later. I am New the Mayor, host of the Rant Podcast, which is Random as New Thoughts. Just my thoughts. Kickback TV live from Atlanta will be returning on September 16th. And the Rant Podcast is live and available every Wednesday. I try to keep it to 30 minutes because it's just me. Unless I have a guest. Then I don't mind going over 30 minutes. Uh, Thank you for coming out. (laughs) God bless you. Good night. I will see you guys next Wednesday. And I will see you guys next Sunday, the 16th, with the whole kickback. TV crew. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Rant Podcast, Twitter, or Kickback TV Show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Christian Mingle, Black Planet, or Mahente. Y'all take it easy. I'm just giving you my thoughts. They're just my thoughts. They're just my thoughts. Rant. New the mayor. Uno, I'm out.